Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of A Little Bit of Everything with me. And I am your host, Angelica. This is the podcast that talks about a little bit of everything. So sit back and enjoy the show. It's 90 Day Fiancé time with my co-host. Thank you, Vaughn Queen. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back. We are recapping 90 Day Fiancé, The Other Way, the new season. And oh my goodness, it's juicy, but... It's just given us all these problems from the start, and I don't even know what to think of it. Oh my gosh. So I have decided, and I let you and Zalia know this, that I think that TLC is in love with India, with Bollywood drama. Like, they love Bollywood drama. They just pick these indian cast members who know that their families are not going to accept the other person i don't know what it is but they keep picking them oh my gosh this is very very interesting and i think i have an amazing song for one of our cast members mary do you remember that song Mary, Mary, why you bugging? Yeah, that that's Mary. That that's Mary. Yeah, that's yeah. a good one. It's 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 been very interesting so far, and we're only two episodes in. <laughs> but you and I discovered something ra- rather interesting, though. Yeah. So if so, you want, go ahead. If you're watching on Discovery Plus, apparently the episode was an hour and 25 minutes. Um, But according to you... It's an hour on live television. Hmm. Which is very weird because I went through and I skimmed through just to see if maybe I missed something. But it seems like I watched everything through to the end, so... I don't know. Maybe maybe they're cutting something out in the middle that I'm not catching. But yeah, now it makes me want to go back and watch those two episodes because, you know, I love you guys and I love tweeting along. So um, and I love that you guys tweet back and I always answer. So I don't know and for those that don't know yes it's coupon queen pin 001 on twitter so in case you're looking to figure out where you can tweet along with me that's where i am but i don't know what is the extra 25 minutes i'm looking to find out i'm gonna have to carve out some time this week and you know watch those first two episodes over again and see if maybe there is something indeed that, that we missed yeah, it's going to be interesting. So let's get into it because I'm, again, there's not really much. There is quite a bit in some of the couples. Like, for example, let's get into Armando and Kenny. And I really hate to see them struggle through this because they're in Mexico City. They are really trying to um, 
you know, just enjoy fun as vacation. But also, Kenny really wants to move to Mexico City. Armando doesn't. He's very comfortable where he is currently. They live in a good community. They've got the view of the ocean. But Kenny wants to move into the city because he loves going to Mexico City. But they're having this situation of, no, I don't want to live here. Yes, I do want to come here. Like, they're going back and forth. Hannah's kind of trying to adapt to everything and she was very cute and smart and she's just like well if Kenny had to adapt coming here that I have to adapt to moving to Mexico City and you know she's super cute I love her she's so grown up and she is awesome to watch her on television but the thing is with these two we love them so much that I hate to see them go through something Mm -hmm. like this agreed but I feel like to just come back onto the show you need to create some sort of drama in your life so people can be intrigued by it. But we just love you so much that why don't you just let them be like, is this actually uh, a fight? Is this actually something? Has this been fabricated for them just to continue on the show? Like just give them their own spinoff for goodness sake. I I I think that would be, yeah, I would, I would, I would really love to watch the Kenny and Armando show. Yeah. Just Kenny and and Armando. You could literally call it the Kenny and Armando show. And I would, I would love it. Yeah, like Lauren and Alexi got one. Um, who was the other one? David and Annie. Like, right. just give Kenny and Armando their show. Like, I would be happy. Like, I, I don't care if they take a trip to to some town. Like, I don't care. Like, you know, I'd rather see that than I don't know if they're fabricating this. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't know if it's yeah. true or yeah. not. Yeah, I don't wanna I don't I don't know. I did not enjoy watching him struggle through going through the market yeah like trying to find salt and pepper and chicken and you know you know and and I don't think that Armando is malicious but in the way he describes it it can't kind of came off as like a little malintent so to speak you know, when he's like, oh, well, everything where we normally live is clearly marked. But this time he has to go and he has to know what he's asking for because the people here in this market don't speak English. Now, here's the funny thing. You deliberately take him to a market where people don't speak English. That's super strange. I did not get that. I didn't understand why, you know, you would want to take him to someplace where the people don't speak English knowing that he doesn't speak Spanish. And the crazy part is we've learned at this point, which we did not know, or at least I didn't know that Kenny actually hasn't learned Spanish very easily because he has a learning disability. So it's not easily coming to him. To me, that's kind of like torture. I, I don't get it. And like I said, I don't think that Armando is malicious per se. It was just like, you know, like Kenny said, him not giving Mexico City a chance and him just wanting to get his way. So it's like, why would you do that, Kenny? Like, uh, even if we know you don't want to live there, But the point that you would sit up there and just 
make it so that he cannot communicate with these people because he doesn't speak Spanish, they don't speak English, and he still has to buy everything. And poor little Hannah, she's watching this. She's like, well, he didn't get any of the spices. Is the broth going to have any flavor? You know, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I love them. I don't want to see them, you know, like Angelica said, I don't want to see them go through this. But I think that Kenny should at least give Mexico City a chance, not kind of like slightly sabotage. Um, I mean, Armando should give uh, Mexico City a chance and not slightly sabotage Kenny. You know, it's just, it was hard to watch. It was. It really was. I, I, yeah, I have nothing else to say because it's just, I love them so much and you covered everything and it's just, why do we have to see them in this way? Like, no. So it got me thinking, like, is it a production move or is this actually a real thing? You know? I, I, I think that may have been a production move just to create a little bit of drama. It's like, you know... We can't find the salt and pepper. What do we do? But yeah, I, I think I think that may have been just to create a little bit of drama. Yeah. But I, I do love Kenny and Armando as a couple. Yeah, so do I. They just need their own spinoff and call it a day. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. All right. So let's get into um Christian and Julio. <laughs> julio julio whatever he likes to be called um <laughs> she arrives in new york apparently she panicked at um during going through security and customs and they just took her passport asked her questions and that was it but um we didn't see much of them because they go yeah. out into the city uh new york city central park you know trying to sightsee as much as possible but next week's episode they are going to mom's house, but that she does find out that he didn't tell mom, his mom, when he was moving or when he was leaving. Uh, but she, he, she did, he did tell her mom knows that I'm moving, but doesn't know when. And she's very concerned. Uh, so she's very nervous to meet the family, especially his mom. And she's like, you can see her in next week's episode in the preview. She was just like, oh my gosh, like I'm nervous. Like she's shaking. Like she's got flowers in her hand to give her and she is shaking. So I'm curious to see how mom's going to react. But, you know, we didn't see much of them. It's just the whole right. amped up of the whole uh, thing that she got uh, held back in customs. But right. I have nothing else to say as because, you but know. I was, I, I was curious. There was something that struck me about this couple um she said she part of the reason she got held up was because she had to bring him luggage and i was very confused about that and then one thing he goes well did they look in the luggage and i'm like okay is there something we're missing like that was very confusing to me and i'm saying well this is new york like if he can find his way to Times Square, this man can clearly buy his own luggage. I I didn't get that. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, other than that, no, I have nothing else to say about this couple. 
Who did you want to talk about next? Oh my gosh. Um. Okay, so I guess we can go to India and we're going to talk about TJ. So we finally get a chance to meet TJ. Um, and we find out that TJ is a voiceover actor, which is really cool. He does all these voices. Um, he does commercials. He does cartoon voices. And it seems like he does audible books. So he does a lot, which is really, really cool. Um, but we meet him and his girlfriend who he was, you know, he says he was trying to find someone and he was trying to manifest her. And she says he came to her in a dream. So these two met online. And the funny thing was, she kind of rejected him when they met online. Um, you know, he thought that she was the most amazing person, but she wasn't too into him. And it was like, okay, but if this is a person that came to you in your dream, how how could you kind of reject the person that came to you in your dream? But she did. But um, I don't know. Somehow it ended up working out for these two. And they seem very happy. She loves making these videos about holidays that people don't normally talk about like talk like a pirate day yes there is a talk like a pirate day and believe it or not in certain places talking like a pirate on talk like a pirate day can get you some free food i have done an episode on that one but um so she loves different she loves all these different quirky kind of holidays like she did a bubble wrap one and she makes all these youtube videos and she doesn't really care if people are aren't aren't watching but she says she does them as though there's a thousand people watching even if she's not getting any people watching her videos so she loves doing that now she did make a first visit to india to meet tj and see you know that he was definitely the person she was speaking to and that she wasn't being catfished. Learn something, Tyree. <clears throat> but yeah. So she went, she met him. And she she spent, believe it or not, a year out there. I believe they said it was. She spent a year in India getting to know him. You know, and the funny thing about these two, they seem so cute together. He proposed to her on, you know, online after a few weeks of, you know, virtually meeting her. And she said, tells him, hey, that's not a real proposal. So after that, she goes to India for the year. And I think she said... A few weeks in, he actually does do a real in-person proposal. 
So they were engaged that whole entire time. Now, the difference of what happened then and what's going to happen now is when she first went to India, she stayed in her own apartment and he said, visited her family once a week for a year. This time when they get married, he's building a room or a house on or an apartment on top of the family's house. And that's where they'll be living. They'll all be living together. So he expects that she will see the family all the time. Now, the only issue that I really kind of had with that is they haven't had communication on how the family dynamic is going to work because now she, the family doesn't seem to have too much of a problem with them getting married, but the mother is taking issue with the fact that she's having to plan the wedding. Um, And TJ does bring up the fact that they would rather him marry an Indian woman and not her. So it's like, oh, but they're getting married and they laugh at the fact that she wanted to wear a white dress. Now they're Hindu and according to Hindu culture, white is for funerals, not for weddings. She should be wearing a red dress as opposed to a white dress and the reason his family is taking over all the wedding arrangements is because she is unfamiliar with the culture, which, yeah, it, she wasn't born there. She doesn't know the culture. But I think the whole not communicating about what's going to happen is going to be an issue for them. You know, the whole how she's because he says he expects that she'll be the one to cook and clean and do all of this stuff for the family but it doesn't seem like he's told her this or that they've had any conversation around this that she's even had a chance to say yes no or anything different about it but uh, I don't know if she knows what she's in for because um, they're making decisions and she doesn't seem to be a part of them. But, you know, she is talking to her family, her mom and her dad, about how she's going to plan on moving over there. And, you know, she's happy with her decision even though they don't think that she's so happy with it and they don't think it's a good idea, but she's doing it anyway. She's doing it anyway. It's it's super, it's super, this I think is going to be super interesting because he has plans she doesn't know anything about, but we'll see where this couple goes. We will definitely see because she is interesting. He is interesting and we'll see how they mesh because she's very independent and I don't know how this is going to work out, but Hey, we'll we'll see soon. (laughs) Definitely.
All right. So let's get into, um, I have my list here. Let's get into Holly and what's her man again? Oh, and Wayne. Okay. So again, we didn't see most of them. It's pretty, basically her journey leaving and getting on the plane and then arriving. Uh, so Holly and her mom are ready. She's got a ton of suitcases, which I'm just like, you know how expensive it is to bring even a second of one suitcase and now a second one because everything's changed. It's just crazy. But when I see these people come up after pandemic, it's like seven suitcases, eight. I'm just like, you've got like $800, $800 there. Like, it's just a lot of money. <laughs> but anyways, uh, Holly's getting ready. She's really excited. Mom's excited too, but she's also concerned about her safety and the way she's going to live her life there and everything. But mom's going to be there for two weeks. They're going to get married. Mom's going to watch her get married. And then hopefully, you know, she gets their blessing of her staying there because she's really concerned. Uh, but once they get on the plane and she arrives because they've had a 36 hour flight, I'm just like, I can't even do three. Imagine 36 hours. Forget it. Um, so she ends up getting nervous, which I feel like it's nerves, but also she says that she couldn't sleep well on the plane. She didn't eat. So it all just, you know, there's a lot of that into factor the, the the fact that she's not feeling well uh when they arrive she literally is like i gotta use the bathroom i gotta use it i'm gonna throw up and i throw up so you know mom's a bit concerned because she's not feeling well not the way she wanted to pretty much start her day as she landed in uh South Africa. Wayne's a little bit nervous why she's not coming out of those famous doors of the airport. And eventually, you know, after waiting for quite some time, she finally, he finally gets to see her. Uh, she goes and hugs him and she's just like, don't kiss me. Don't kiss me. I puked. Don't kiss me. <laughs> Thank you. I would love that alert too, you know. Uh, but he was just like, I wish I could have kissed her because it's been seven months and I really wanted to have that kiss. Um, so they sit down in the waiting area as they're going to exit and she just needs to change. And he brings up the point that, you know, she's taking off, um, I think it was her leggings or something, her socks. And then people are looking at her because she's wearing like this, you know, yeah, very cleavage. Yeah. yeah, it was her stocking. And he's like, oh my gosh, I wish you wore something more modest. Everyone's staring at you. They're looking at her and how sexy she is. And I'm like, where do you people get this weird imagination? They're more likely staring because there's a woman taking off her stockings in the middle of the airport. Like nobody's like, oh my gosh, she's so sexy. Yeah. And <laughs> there's a camera crew. Right. I mean, I think that's the funny thing is these people kind of forget that they're surrounded by a camera crew. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, dude, there's a camera crew literally watching you take off stockings in an airport. They're probably going, why are the cameras here? I just want to get on my plane or I'm just waiting for my loved one to get off of their plane. Not, uh, oh, that woman, that dress she's wearing is, so amazing and i want her now like no no, nobody's doing that no no 
Yeah, for real. But we're going to see how they adapt because mom gets driven the first time out of the United States. And she's seen how um, it, how South Africa is. And she's getting a little bit worried that um, she's concerned about her daughter's safety. So we will see what happens. Um, again, we didn't really see much of them besides her heading over there. And um, yeah, so... Moving on to the next couple. Who did you want to talk about? Hmm. I don't know. I think we should leave uh, Mary and uh, what's his face for last. Um, oh, gosh. I guess we can talk... Uh, I don't know because I think to me it was really the Mary show that that's really that's really why I'm like I don't know hmm who did you want to talk about hmm let me go through my list um let's see so we talk about Christian and Julio um barry accuses brand oh my god that is the problem uh kimberly and tj we already talked about it holly and yeah Martin. we talked um i think do we have any more is it just mary and brandon i think it actually might be just mary and brandon yeah i think it is mary and brandon okay so let's get into this not too much because she's gonna drive me nuts i'm gonna go into this rabbit hole so brandon's on well, his way she slept for most of the episode well, she did, but it's just everyone, like, it's basic. I don't know if you guys got this part. So when he's on the plane, so I'm assuming you guys saw that he went fishing with the parents. Uh, not with the godparents, sorry. Right. And they talked about, like, you know, it sucks that he's leaving and da-da-da-da-da. I hope he, he's going to become an adult. He spent about apparently 60000 50000 to 60000 in the house that she's living in right now. So that's their house. But his godfather is concerned that it's already under her name and she owns it. And they were questioning him, like, do you have a backup plan of what happens if, um, you know, this doesn't work out and all that? So <laughs> he he's not worried about that. He says that's not really a main concern. But apparently his godmother said that he's literally worked almost every single day and lost a lot of jobs because of Mary's controlling so he could you imagine being at the grocery store? Okay, everybody picture that. You're at the grocery store, you're checking out. There's actually someone begging your groceries, but then there's someone's girlfriend on a tripod watching him bag your groceries, making sure you don't making sure he doesn't say, "Well, man, ha ma'am, have a great day." come back next time or whatever or here are your groceries because apparently he wasn't allowed to talk. So he's been fired from a lot of jobs because of that. And I was just like, this is freaking ridiculous. You have this woman controlling you being on a tripod 24 seven and you can't like, you can't keep a job because you've got your parent on your shoulder, literally watching you every move. That is annoying. That is embarrassing. If he were to do it on the first day he was banging, which I'm pretty sure that was must've happened. Uh, he must have gotten fired right away because, first of all, why is somebody on your shoulder like a parrot literally either sleeping because of the time zones are different, watching you and listening to you and getting upset? 
Like that's so embarrassing. It's so embarrassing. And I can, I cannot believe that he had to go through that. It, It, to me, it's just a whole level of craziness at this point. So he does explain his confessional that he, um, he really had gone through a lot of jobs because of Mary. It's all because of Mary. It's all because of Mary. So he has this one job that he, I guess his last job was being a driver that he was able to carry Mary around on his shoulder. And I'm just like, this is freaking like, it's unbelievable the amount of craziness and control, but behind his back, like we see in the last episode, Oh, I get to go out with my friends. Uh, okay. But they're all guy friends. I'm curious to know how that's going to play out. So um, we see, so he explains that part. He's he's packed up, getting ready to go to the airport. Mom meets him at the airport. And she's like, you know, son, like, even though, like, I'm, I don't want you to leave, I'm going to miss you. Like, I don't want to lose you. If you ever need anything, just please, please call me. He's like, well, I'll try. And um, I get where he's coming from because his mom and him were separated for so long. Then she's, uh, like she says on the show, like, I'm sober now, just call me if you need anything. So there is that, you know, broken relationship, but she's really trying hard to be in his life and he's not accepting of it because now he's got Mary and uh, he's off on the airplane. And apparently Mary asked him, uh, please show me where, who you sitting beside. So he wasn't sitting beside anyone at the beginning. And later on through the flight, people end up sitting beside him because I guess he boarded first and everybody else. And then, you know, this person who is a female sat beside her, uh, sat beside him. And she asked, because he got Wi-Fi on the plane. Again, another expense to have Wi-Fi on your flight. Uh, he he sends her a picture, you know, kind of says, hey, like, and she's like, who you're beside? He's like, I have a girl beside me. Oh, you're such a cheater. You're such a liar. Like, how could you do this to me? And the messages started flooding in because they do like, oh, 20 minutes later, a uh, little slide. And then the messages kept rolling in. I don't want to see you anymore. Don't come. I don't want to see you. Like, you know, you lied to me. And he's like, I'm not doing anything. I'm just sitting here. This is just a plane. This is just a flight. Like, why would I talk to anybody? You know, I just want to enjoy this flight. You're not helping. And she's like, you're, I can see you talking to her. Like what's wrong with you? Like, it's just, she's making these assumptions and all that. So uh, he says to himself, because you know how some of them record, they have to submit a video while they're on the flight. Uh, He's just saying, like, you know, I don't know what to do at this point. Like, am I doing the wrong thing? She ruined this flight for me. And I'm sitting here. There's like, obviously, another, what, 10 hours to go. Like, it's just... I don't understand why like she's like this and he's like having second thoughts really on this plane ride. And it's like, what's going to happen when I get there? Is she not going to see me or anything? So she's just literally flooding his phone. Like you're a liar. You're a cheater. How could you do this? Like, and he's trying to defend himself through text message saying like, I'm not doing anything. I'm not doing anything. Like what's wrong with you? I'm just sitting here enjoying my flight, which you're ruining because I wanted to enjoy this flight. So we just see more of those messages flood in. And then after we see her uh, getting interviewed and I feel like while he's just um, her confessional, basically saying like, I don't want to see Brandon because he lied to me and he's a cheater. And I was just like, you are a lunatic. Like, I don't know what other word to say it, but Mary is a lunatic. She's a controlling freak. The fact that you've, this poor man too, is an, uh, it's, I can't feel sorry for him because you accepted 
for her to control you to that extent. And the fact that you allowed it to happen is even more disgusting because again, let's go back to the example or even being stocking shelves and you have her his parrot right over the shoulder and a lady comes up to you. It could be an older lady and say, hey, you know, excuse me, sir, can you help me with uh, with this box? I can't lift it. And you have Mary in your ear telling you like, who are you talking to? Like, it's just so annoying. Like, I cannot, I, I don't understand. I feel like th- this relationship right here, I hope people learn from it that can help others in a similar situation to get out because that's just the crazy of the craziness. I, I do, like, where does she come off doing that and being such a hypocrite after, which we've seen her in the last episode going out with her guy friends? Like, how is that even fair? Oh, I just unplugged the router. He's funding this whole entire house for them to stay between 50 to $60,000. Every paycheck he had, right. he literally gave it. And he only apparently leaving the United States, he only had $150 in his bank account. And he's exactly. hoping for the best. Like, what are you going to do for work? I know the dollar goes pretty far from there, I think it is. But regardless, like, how can you live a life like that? The fact that he's second guessing on this flight because he's being called a cheater. It's not the first time. Like, she got mad when he was at um at getting a, a cleaning done at the dentist. This is outrageous. Like, how do you put up with that? It's not like she's got money that you can just say, hey, I'm going to put up with it because she's got money that I can inherit. She's got nothing. She's got you. You forked out every single diamond penny and this is how she treats you. I don't know. I think I don't want to get into this rabbit hole, but it's just disgusting to me to watch them. Oh, it is disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting. I think the thing that gets me is, like you said, with the $50,000 house. And then he says, well, you know, her house got destroyed in a typhoon. But I don't think he realizes that all of her family is living there because he says, you know, her grandparents are there. But when they show us the house, it looks like there's more than just her grandparents. And he's convinced that they'll only be there for like a couple of weeks or a couple of months or something. And then they're moving, but it doesn't look like they're moving. So I don't know. I am not a fan of hers whatsoever. I'm I'm really not a fan. And it's just, it's so brutal. It's so hard to watch to see this man get controlled. Like how? There's so many other, and he's so young. He's so young. You still have another life to live. Like if you're in your twenties, I always tell people, like, if you feel like you have to get married at a young age, do it, but also live your life. I was, I'm happy. I'm happy that I got married very late. Like it was 27. I think that was perfect because I enjoyed my twenties. This man is so young. He can do so much more, but uh, it's it's brutal it's just brutal I just cannot I cannot like to me I I don't understand I where he's coming off like what are you getting out of this like it that guy's not gonna leave the house unless he you know she's she's got him like you know how sometimes any of us any of our partners can just go down the street hey grab me groceries grab me a coffee grab grab us lunch like I don't think he's able to have that liberty by himself like do you bring the phone with you like this is worse than jasmine that's what i'm saying like he's got to bring the phone with him i 
I don't even know what to say about the whole, you know, being on the plane. Cause I was like, is, is he going to be able to speak to her on the plane? But it was just like, ugh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. And, and what's internet going to be like out there, you know, because that's a whole different, that's a whole different thing, you know? So Mm, I don't know, but I hope he does, he does, they both do realize that she's going to have to be the one to go to work. She's going to have to be the one to go to work because he's going to be in her country, which I don't think either of them thought about. Oh my gosh, I know, I know. Uh, it's It's just ridiculous, but we'll see what happens in their development of their story. I don't think, I'll be honest, I, I know it's the second episode, but my prediction, Brandon's going to stick around like a puppy dog and be attached to her. And that's it because he's going to realize I just ditched out $60,000 for this house. That's almost done. And basically, I have nowhere else to go, even though my godparents will take me back. But I just have no money. And it's like he jeopardized and risked a lot of money. And he, I feel like he's just he has no choice. He's just going to be with her. And, and he's going to control her unless he literally has that build up inside. And then maybe the next possible year, he's going to be like, I'm done. Oh, yeah, he's going to be done. It looks like, but it looks like in the middle of the season, he may be done anyway. So who knows? Who knows? Prove me wrong, Brandon. I hope you can realize what the type of your relationship you are. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh my gosh you can just wake up and open up those eyes open up those eyes it's like that spanish saying that we always say when kids like i remember as a kid like you would just you know you don't see something but you walk right into it and you cry about it and my mom i remember mm -hmm. she'd be like open your eyes kid open your eyes <laughs> yep all right so anything else to add to this episode nope 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 all righty guys so thank you so much for tuning in don't forget to check out cqp moments podcast and yeah enjoy summer i'm trying to enjoy it as much as possible i've been extremely busy i i just sometimes don't know how i have time to do things but we just did a double episode. We're both pooped out. It's late in the day and we're trying to get things done. But thank you so much, Coupon Queenpin, for continuing on with this journey of 90 Day Fiance. We've got many more episodes to go. Yep. <laughs> well, guys, thank you so much again. And that's all we have for now. Bye, guys. I'm Anthony. And I'm Jessica with the Beautiful Feet Podcast. Hey, it's your boy Bromar, host of The Bromar Show. Hello, everyone. It's the Coupon Queenpin from the CQP Moments Podcast. What's up, everybody? This is your boy Ken, aka The Gentleman of the Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast. Hi, this is Stephanie Valente, your local massage therapist. And now you're you listening, are to listening to a little bit of everything, everything with Angelica. That's it for now, and thank you for tuning in on another episode of A Little Bit of Everything with me, 